Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. We are here. We have arrived. We are on time, right on track. Great to have you here. We're happy that you joined us today. We've got some real fun things we're talking about. They are very, very, very topical. They are hot. We believe that they're probably hotter than they've ever been ever. Yep. Rich Barron, my partner. I'm Michael Bailey. We're here to do this. We talked about this topic before, Rich, called Resolute Leaders. Yes. But it seems that we need to even focus more, that there's more here to being a resolute leader and the misunderstandings about being a resolute leaders so that there's a confusion. Yeah. And so we want to take it kind of this time and the next time. We want to talk about this time just about what are those key characteristics of resolute leaders. And they're 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 huge. They make a huge difference in terms of the ability to perform as a leader and to be effective as a leader and to bring your people together to do the d- things that they've got to do. So let's start here. Resolute leaders. They talked to, they get in this one article, and we're playing from this article. It is by uh, Dick, uh, excuse me, Doug Dickerson. This yep. was written a while ago, back in January 5th, 2014. This is like back in the Stone Ages, man, back then. But the characteristics oh, yeah. are still timeless. They are still universal. Oh, absolutely. It, they, uh, it hits it on the head, really, is, you know, there are characteristics a resolute leaders that uh, never ever change. That uh, you know doesn't matter how timeless the article may be or the concept may be, it still comes down to particular characteristics or character of that particular leader. Um, perseverance, determination to succeed, courage, humility, trust, vulnerability, those, honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are all great stuff. Let's start with this one, uncommon discipline. Oh, absolutely. Let's open that up. And, you know, this is something we've been talking uh, quite a bit about lately, Michael. And, you know, it takes a certain amount of unambiguous personal feedback or to talking to yourself uh, without pulling any punches. And and really, which really requires discipline to give yourself that kind of feedback and to act on it. Um, you know, there's so many things that, that, are, that compete for our attention, right? So many things in life that compete for our attention. You, our attention. You can you can make a list as the day goes on. You know, work. You know, employees. 
family, um, you know, issues with family, issues with friends, social media, you know, if you allow it to, to take that over. But, you know, it really comes down to the discipline to prioritize who you are and what your day is going to be. That's a big part of it. I agree with that. I think there's this other layer of personal development of how you manage yourself effectively. Yeah. And that sense of self-discipline, what are those, whatever those things that you do as you get up each morning, what are the the spiritual things you do, the physical things, the mental things, the emotional things that you do to start connecting back up. You come out of sleep, whatever it is, four, five, six, seven, eight hours of sleep. And you're coming out of this kind of chaotic, I'm waking up out of the dream world and all that kind of stuff. Some people do it quickly. Some people take a little longer, but you've got to snap that focus back into what am I doing? How am I approaching today, right now to get into the day? And uh, again, this whole idea of having a whole set of habits just to get yourself started out of bed, out the door, Absolutely. whatever it is, work if you're working from home, get to your computer, getting on the phone, whatever those things are. You must define those things and you must learn how to discipline yourself so that you're, as you're saying, not get distracted, yes. not get caught off guard, not get thrown off track because there are plenty of things out there to get you off track and derail you. That's that's an absolute fact. Yep. Oh, Unless yeah. it's an emergency, you've just got to push those things away. So these resolute leaders have uncommon discipline to be able to focus themselves, get themselves into action, and then engage with the people that they're leading people first, and then in the work. Yeah. That's the that's the thing that people see. They are engaged. And you get that sense of this is a guy or a gal that's really in charge of themselves. So that's the first thing. Now, let, let's do this. In fact, leaders, as you're listening to us to, out there, or even emerging leaders, we're going to give you these five. Okay? We'll go through them one at a time. You rate yourself on a scale yeah, of one absolutely. to five. Great idea. How are you doing? How are you doing on the self discipline kind of challenges that you've got going on. So are you a five is going to be, I am definitely an uncommon person when it comes to self-discipline. If it's your a one, then nah, not so much. I just kind of do it, wing it, yeah. you know, fly by the seat of the pants kind of a thing. So that's the first one, uncommon discipline. The second one is unwavering values, but you were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah. Those are those core values here. Let's talk about them a little bit more. This is something that... I think really is part of the inner core, the the foundation of who leaders are, values and principles, understanding, you know, what your core values are, and not only just understanding what those values are, standing on those values, if that makes any sense, they need to be a foundation for you, an unwavering, solid foundation, that no matter what happens, you can fall back on those values when it comes time to making decisions, when it comes time to doing the right thing, when it comes time, uh, you know, to leading people around you. What are your values and are you willing to stand up on those values, even if you're the only one standing? Yeah, you get yourself in some interesting situations. You might be hired as a CEO or a C-level person in some organization and you're starting to find after you get in. You know, we thought this is like we're pretty much all on the same page in terms of our yeah. values, our principles, how we see things and how we get things done. We're in agreement about that. Then as you start getting into the nitty gritty of the day to day kinds of things, either the CEO or another C-level person starts to they start shifting or maybe somebody, the board, you've got a board directors there. They start bringing it to you in another, another way. 
Now you're called upon, you're going to make a decision. Either you're going to capitulate and give up your values and your principles to do what it is that they want you to do, or you can move into negotiation to see how we can work that out. Because if you if you are a resolute leader, you're going to speak up. You're just not going to lay down and let them roll over you. Or if you're a resolute leader and you cannot get that figured out, as hard of it as it may be to be honest with yourself and have integrity, you got to walk away. No matter what Absolutely. the no, no matter what the deal is, yep, you just can't bend and break your principles and values. Absolutely, I think one way of looking at values is it's our personal GPS. You know, we got maps and things on our phone. We can plug in our destination. It's going to tell us where to go. That's what values do for us personally. It's our roadmap, our personal roadmap that we're going to stay on there. It's going to keep us grounded, and it's going to give us a direction where we need to go. But you have to listen to them. You do. And again, we know this as well. You may It may be very stressful to stand up to those people when there's a lot on the line. Yeah. The other side of that, though, the other side of that, though, is if you capitulate and you give into it, oh, you yeah. think you're stressing now, that stress of being out of out of integrity for yourself, that person not living up to your purpose, your core purpose of who you are and why you're here oh, and yeah. all those kinds of things, that creates immense, it's wonderful. It's one of those things where you have to live with yourself forever as having given up, having giving in, having thrown in the towel, not yes. being yourself. Absolutely. That's a terrible place to be. You've enslaved yourself to something you're not. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. Exactly. So number two, unwavering. How are you? Are you have you got unwavering values and principles? It's like, do you know what they even are? Let's start with that. Do you even know what your values and principles are? Have you ever written them down? Find them. That kind of stuff. So there's that. And then along with that. Yeah, you're doing great. Oh, you got some work to do on it. One to five. Let's talk about this next one. It's strength and adversity. Oh, both of these lead to this one. Oh, yeah. Strength and adversity. Absolutely. Um, here is the given. And it's for every single person that's in a leadership position. You will, at some point in your career, and more than once, face adversity. And it's not just how you do it in your career, but it's how you do it in your personal life. It's how you do it with your family. It's how you do it in your community. Um, How are you going to be able to respond to adversity? That takes practice. It takes shouldering, you know, putting your head forward, your shoulder down and, and, and moving forward, you know, not backwards. We don't run from adversity. Leaders don't run from adversity. They That's right. And you may get beat up a few times in that process. You're absolutely going to get, sta- get, get knocked down and get back up and go at it again. And again, if you're clear, if you've got that sense of self-discipline and you're clear about your values, core values, core principles, yeah, then you know why you keep getting back up. Yeah. If you're not clear on those things, then what you'll do is you'll fall or capitulate when there's adversity. It may be not be the little things. Or maybe a lot of little things over time that they, you know, that demand you compromise. Come on. Or finally, it might be something big that you just capitulate to. Yeah. But if you're going to be that resolute leader, you must not allow that to happen. You've got to learn how to get back up and fight for what you believe is really right. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't develop our strength in adversity. Adversity reveals our character. It reveals how you are in adversity. Reveals your ability to handle adversity. Doesn't just make you grow, but it's going to reveal a lot about who you are. 
at that point in time. Your character, absolutely. And so what if it makes you fail? So what if you fail because of this adversity? Isn't that growth? Don't we fail forward? Don't we stand up and get going again? Because if you don't, you're never going to grow as a leader. You're not going to grow as a person. Yeah. And learning how to challenge those powers that be, you might say, and figure out another way to talk to them, another way to approach them, another way to, you know, convince them that what you're doing is the right thing. It's not the expedient thing or just the whatever the whatever their values are or lack of values are. Uh, that's good stuff because it sharpens you. Yes, it does. Absolutely. So rate rate yourself on this one, everybody. Strength and adversity. How are you doing on that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen? How are you doing? Let's move to this next one. This is kind of a fun in enthusiastic about relationship. That can be hard for some leaders that just don't want to go out there and talk to the people. Yeah. (laughs) Or talk to everybody. You know, it's I'm okay over here, but over here, I'm not so enthusiastic. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah, I don't really want to meet that person right now. (laughs) (laughs) They look scary. (laughs) (laughs) Those people look scary. They might ask me hard questions. Yeah, you know, uh, it talks in here about John Maxwell's principle of walking slowly through the crowd. You know, that's one that comes uh, comes to mind here. When you take the time to build a relationship and realize it's one of the most essential skills as a leader, you'll be resolute leader surrounded with a great host of people to share your journey. Why do you want to go on a journey alone through through your leadership? You see, you see that's, that's well said. And there's that that funny, weird myth that leadership is lonely. If you're doing it wrong or if you're in the wrong place, it is lonely. It can be lonely. But if you're doing it right and it's in the right place, not true at all. Yeah. And if you stop and look around, you're going to be surprised about how many people you have to support you. Yes. If you simply let them. Yes. Yes. And the way you let them is by getting to know them. Getting to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Again, one to five. How are yeah. you? Are you enthusiastic when you go out and talk to the people? And that's not just your your team, your group, your department. It's basically about everybody. That's one of the things that great leaders are good at. They're really good at networking, yeah. connecting, connecting with other people. Yeah. I got to know- tell you an example of this, Michael. About someone who was never afraid to meet people. And that was my mother. And almost sometimes to the point where uh, uh, growing up uh, as a young, uh, young teenager, something with my mom, it, I always thought it was embarrassing at times because she was so gregarious, met everybody. But I'll tell you what, through her life, she had more people who supported her and loved her. I don't, you know, it was hard for me to go anywhere without meeting somebody that knew my mom you know, in, in certain little towns. And when, when she passed away and she had her funeral, I, I cannot begin to tell you. Uh, it was hard during, during, cause it was during COVID, but how many people sent in their, you know, their wishes. Wow. I knew your mom. I met your mom on a train. I met your mom wherever. And she changed my life. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a legacy. Yeah. And, and so genuine legacy. Learn from I, I've learned from that. I'm I'm I probably embarrass my kids now, but I love to meet people. I love to talk to people. I love I love to hear their stories. You know, makes you. Uh, t- yeah. Yeah. If you listen. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's excellent. Yeah. So again, how are you doing on that, folks? One to five. 
Rich has laid out a bunch of characteristics of that particular kind of character trait of resolute leaders. Absolutely. Let's so, take a look at this next one. I'm, I got something one, more. Okay, no, last no, 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 no. This last one, this last one's a good one. Passionate about the future. This is really great. Let's open this one up for us, Rich. Yeah, you know, this is something we're we're seeing a hard go at worldwide. People are so concerned about the current state of the world. You know, woe is me. You look at social media, look at, you know, the media in general, and it's so negative. Everything's so negative and everything we talk about is, you know, it, it's it's tough to have a uh, passion about the future if we sit and listen to all the nonsense and the garbage that's floating around the world today. Resolute leaders have learned to navigate through that garbage, through the adversity, to lead themselves and to lead others away from that and that garbage and be passionate about the future. The future's bright. It holds a lot of great things for us, but only if we seek after them and not let the the garbage and the nonsense and the noise and and what the world wants us to think hold us back. That's right. That optimism, that enthusiasm is really, really important because without that, we're going to default to fear. We're going to yeah. default to doubt. We're going to be default into all our concerns and worries about, you know, who we are, can we do it, all that kind of stuff that starts coming up. And that's the very thing that you don't want to do. You can hang on to your past and the brokenness of the things that you made mistakes about, things that didn't work out right. You can do that. We're working with some people now that are kind of hung up. Well, yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't work out. Okay, that's fine. And so what? It didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of things don't work out. Yeah. So what? How'd your first date go? Yeah. No, no, none of that worked out. (laughs) So there's lots of things that didn't work out. So. Focus forward. That's why not only focus forward, take all that negative energy, turn it around into optimism, belief, get it done, you know, and the enthusiasm stuff and ignite yourself, ignite other people around you. So how are you doing on that one, leaders? Are you passionate about the future? Are you excited? Are you always looking over the corner or your rear view mirror about all the mistakes and things that didn't work out so good? So there we go. I think we've covered those points really great and uh, give you a chance to Look at yourself, a little bit of self-reflection here. Just don't put down the numbers. Actually do a little bit of reflection because that that reflection is the beginning of hope and change that you can become an even better leader. Yes. Without the reflection, without wondering, or a little bit of curiosity about that, you're going to think you're changing and you're just staying in the same old box. We were talking about that a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah. I'm really yeah. changing a whole lot, but I'm still in the same box. And I've, well, I've read, I've read, arrange the pictures on the wall right that's been a major event <laughs> yeah I, I painted it you know painted one of the walls looks pretty good now it's a slightly darker color yes <laughs> it, sets, it sets off the other three walls in the box but you okay. know bottom line is all that the future is bright for people who choose to see it and if you choose to, to live all these these values we just talked about you're going to be much better for it much better. Yes. Yeah. Get yourself connected to these kind of characteristics as a leader. Become that resolute leader. Become yeah. resolute about becoming the resolute leader. Not one of those who's just faltering and wavering in the breezes and the winds. Yeah. But somebody who stands for something. 
And that will inspire the confidence of the people that you're leading. They'll see that you're confident and they'll believe in you because there's a lot of people out there yeah. that are looking for people who believe in themselves, believe in the right things. Yeah. They want to follow those people. We've looked at you know, studies over the years. You know, leadership over the years is failing in a lot of ways. It's not gotten better. It's gotten worse. No, it's gotten so worse. time to step it up, step it up, lead it up. So they want to get a hold of us, Rich. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com, MichaelBailey.com, that's M-A-I-K-E-L, Bailey.com, or Rich Barron, ExecutiveCoaching.com. And Very look good. us up on LinkedIn. We're, we're on LinkedIn all the time. So, but I've got a, a shout out for a new, a new place I saw that's been Let's here. Let's here. Kettering, Northamptonshire in England. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. And Colville, Utah. Yeah. All right. Colville, Utah is a small little town in, in Utah. And it's, uh, you know, we got some listeners there. That's awesome. Yeah. This got Colville's got quite a, well, even the movie. Say it's got quite a history in there, but there was recently a, a movie about an event there. It was not a particularly great one. Yeah. You remember that movie? I don't remember the name of it, but I do know there was something. Colville. I think it was called Colville or something like that. Yeah, but there's yeah. some nut job went in there and took over the school and was holding these kids hostage. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was in Wyoming. That wasn't Utah. That was a oh, was that it? Oh, that was Utah. Yeah, no, that was in Wyoming. My mistake. That was in Wyoming. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was well, a real Col- story. Yeah. Well, Colville, Wyoming, why aren't you why aren't you listening to us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're getting now. They will now. All right. That's it for now. Okay. And until next time, take care of each other and uh be safe and uh we hope to see you again soon. All right, leaders, lead well. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today. You need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.